Hello and welcome to the Football First podcast with me, Amos Wynn. Each week I'll be welcoming guests to discuss their memories of a beautiful game, whether that is their first kit, first boots, or the first match they went to, we shall be covering it. This week I'm joined by two non-league footballers who currently play for Southport. Club captain David Morgan has been on Merseyside since 2017. Since arriving at the club, he's become a key player and was named in the 2019-20 Panorama National League North Team of the Season. The Northern Irishman moved over to England at the age of 14 after he caught the eye of the Youth Academy at Nottingham Forest. Since then, he's gone on to play for teams including Dundee, Fylde and Harrogate. Alongside him today is Jack Doyle, who moved to the Peel Stadium last August. The left-back came through the youth system at Blackburn Rovers, where he went out on loan to Derry City and Maidstone United in the search of more first-team action. Whilst on the field, the pair may be on the same side, off it they have two very contrasting alliances. So without much further ado, let's get into it find out more about what the journey can be like for a player outside of the Football League. Jack Doyle and David Morgan, welcome to the Football First podcast. How are you both? Yeah, sound all good. Keeping well, mate. Glad I'm on here with you two. <laughs> Best company. <laughs> so, we'll start by establishing which clubs you support. Obviously, you're both Southport players now, but Doyle, you're an Everton fan, and Morgs, you're a Liverpool fan, is that right? Yeah, big Everton fan, me. Big Toffee fan, everyone knows. <laughs> we, yeah, we all know. Doyle's an Everton fan. Never hear the end of it. Uh, I'm a Liverpool fan, but I'm a bit quieter about supporting Liverpool, to be honest with you. I don't really brag. But obviously, for any Southport fans here, it's Southport first. Oh, yeah, definitely. Through and through. <laughs> Glad we got that established early on. <laughs> so, what's the banter like in the dressing room between like Liverpool and Everton fans? Like, is it something that is quite common? Yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I think I'm the driver in that, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because all I hear from the back of the bus is toffees, toffees. <laughs> Oh, especially when um, obviously with Evan being top of the league at the start of the season, I've just been getting in all the reds really saying, Oh, we're gonna win the league and all this but um <clears throat> our times don't know, I think so. I enjoyed it while I last while I lasted. Season ends four games in really and it would have been would have been an easy <laughs> win, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, Premier League trophy in the bag. On fire. He was crying out for the COVID to kick in again properly and the season to be ended. <laughs> after four games. Well, I wish. Must be annoying when you're on the team coach and like one of your teams is on, and like because I've been on your team bus, and the signal on the TV is, is horrendous, cutting out every five minutes. So it must be agonising when it's a match day for Southport and you're missing Everton or Liverpool. Uh, we've upgraded it, mate. We're on to five G now. <laughs> Get a good picture. I have it on my phone on the um, BT app the other day. When we played um, Southport, Everton on early when they are twelve against United, so. We went 1 0. I was like, yes, lads are buzzing here, flying here. The next minute, 2 1, turned it off. I thought, oh, I'm just found. Not looking that. What sort of mood does that put you in before a match, like before you go out there and play for Southport? I don't know, really. I'm used to Evan losing, so I wasn't really bothered, to be honest with you. I thought recently we'd be winning, so I've been happy as laddie, me. Of course, it's been quite a difficult year for quite a lot of people, especially non league players. So you're pleased to be finally playing week in, week out? Um, yeah, you know, we were half lucky because the league below, they're all like 
the least being cancelled now, isn't it? So we're like one of the lucky ones, but um, you know, keeps us busy as well. Over the games coming, thick and fast, happy Tuesday. Um, so yeah, everyone's everyone's buzzing on that really. Yeah, it's good. To, to be honest, yeah, I wouldn't have liked to know what it feels like for the lads below, especially that have been interrupted. It's a uh, difficult. It was difficult coming back from the big long break. It'll just be as difficult coming back from a short break, you know, to build momentum and things like that. So uh, I'm glad we haven't been stopped. We're now getting to your football firsts. A good place to start is, what is your first memory of football? Mine was always, I don't know, I used to just play, playing in the garden outside of me, mate, um, but then my first memory of the actual game I went to was at Goodison against, we played Preston in 2004, I think it was, in the League Cup, and I always remember Marcus Ben scoring, they won 2-0, so that was my first ever memory, to be honest with you. What about you, Moggs? Um, there's uh, where where I lived back back home. Uh, there was a little youth league, still running to this day actually. And uh, Tuesday and Thursday nights uh, through the summer, it used to be on. I remember it started on the sixes, on the eights, on the tens, and on the twelves. And I remember on the sixes, I was playing. I think when I was like four, so uh, that's my first rem- memory. And there's a got a scrapbook at home. And there's a picture of me and I'm absolutely tiny and I'm stood in this big net with like my arms out trying to save it. <laughs> so that's that. if I didn't have that scrapbook, I don't think I'd remember it. How did you become a Liverpool fan? Like what influence was there for you? Uh, my dad's Chelsea, so it wasn't him. I have a, a cousin that is a little bit older. I spent a lot of time with him when I was a bit younger and he was Liverpool. So he just drilled it into me. So uh, that's how that came about. But it's good though because my brother's united, so there's a bit of rivalry in uh, in our family. But it's fun Christmas time. We don't speak about football at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Just it causes too many arguments. What about you, Doily? Are you from a family of Evertonians, or are you sort of an outcast? Oh, all blues, all like I used to. Um, yeah, I've seen tickets since I was young, like proper young. I used to go with my brother. Um, I used to sit in the paddock on the halfway line in Goodison and obviously when I was 16 I had to give it up when I got my scholarship so I'm just trying to go when I can really but yeah all Evertonians in our, in our family. Did they sort of drill in that love football that you have now? Uh, yeah, yeah, you have to build in at early age don't you really um, um, but yeah as soon as uh, I think it was, like, it was when Rooney as well I was on like that's when I was kind of like going to games and that um, always remember Rooney's first game, and like you know, he's scouser, and um, you know, he's doing well at such young age, and then you know, um, that was it really. That was it, get drilled in, and you just that's it, you're always playing football with, with your mates and with me, Evan Kitto, and Rooney on the back. What was the first match you attended, Boggs? I, to be honest with you, I, I probably didn't go to one like a Liverpool one until I was a bit older. Um, my first one that I remember like going to as a young kid was was the one of my dad's games. Um and I only remember that because I was around the change rooms, you know, it was one of them where he took me along and they, I had to stay in the change room and that and that's like a memory that stays with me because I was only a kid and I was sitting in this dressing room with all these men. So um that's the first memory I have of, of a of a like senior game as a kid. I wasn't lucky enough or to, to come 
to England to, to watch any games. What was that environment like in those changing rooms around your dad and his teammates? At that time, uh, changing rooms, and I think at that level, I think anything went, you know, they're at the back having a fag. Uh, <laughs> so I'm sat in there, just, just a young lad who didn't have an idea, and they've got the big baths, and they're all in there after. And, uh, and then straight down to the pub. So that's, that's, that's like how I remember it. <laughs> For you, Doyle, like, what's your memories of a match day? Like, what was your first impressions of Goodison? First impressions of Goodison? <laughs> that, um, always remember going, you know, get your little um, stink in the pineapple before the game. And I always remember that. Um, you know, and everyone obviously having a drink and stuff. And Oh, that was it, the um, toffee lady. So I used to always like run to the front and like the toffee lady come round all the toffees and that. So I'd just run to the front, get a big handful and just take them back to my brother and just sit there and eat them. And, um, yeah, that was um, that's probably my first memory of Goldison, to be honest. Did you notice that other stadium just around the corner? Bit bit bigger, bit nicer? <laughs> nah, no, never. We we gave them Manfield, didn't we, years years ago, so uh, you know. We'll do the favour for them. You mentioned you had Rooney on back of your kit. Was he the first name you had? It was Rooney. Rooney was my first kit. It was the name. There was a Blue Everton kit with you were sponsored by uh, the Chinese make. What was it? What do you call now? Um, yeah, it was the blue one, the white shorts, and I had that one, and I had the away kit, which was the away kit with the Chinese like um, sponsor. Um, so yeah, that was that was my first ever kit. What would you take? Old school Everton kits like back then, or the newer, sort of more modern versions? Uh, old school all day, definitely. But all mad now, all mad colours and then patterns. Probably if they had the old style of the new kind of fit, that would be perfect. Mix a bit of both, bit of mixture. And on to you now, Morgs. What was the first kit and name you had? Uh, Liverpool Gerard on the back. It has to be Gerard on tip. Like, there's a certain era yeah. of kids where, for like a 10 year span, where Gerard was going to be your first name on the back of the kit? I actually deviated uh, when Torres came. As a Liverpool fan, I never got Torres. But after the way he left, I don't regret it. <laughs> yeah, it's sat, it's sat sour with me for a long time. To be fair, when he was there, he was <laughs> unbelievable, though. Yeah, fantastic player. Between Torres or Suarez, which striker would you take? Uh, that's a tough question, that, mate. Uh... Probably Suarez, just because he maintained it for longer. Uh, Torres, I don't, uh, no one can put the finger on what happened to him. I think originally the idea was for Torres and Suarez to play alongside each other. Like Suarez was brought in not as a replacement, but as a second striker. So imagine how deadly that would have been if them two would have stayed and maintained form. It would have been frightening. It's what Liverpool dreamed of for years, to have two strikers like that. What would Everton fans think of Yakubu, you know, on the other side of the park at that time? <laughs> he was good, the yak, feed the yak and he'll score. He used to love singing Nanny Goodison and uh, what was that? <laughs> yeah, Tim Cale and Yakubu and yeah. Tony Hibbert. <laughs> Tony Hibbert, yeah, you know. We'll move on to your first pair of boots next. Did you go for style and make a statement or do you keep it simple? I was the um, the Predator. These pads with the tongue, me. Um, they were my type of boots, wide, all like the different colours in them, really. Um, so, yeah, that was my boots. 
I had a pair of uh, black Midas. Remember them? <laughs> <laughs> I had a pair of them, and uh, they were. I went home about two summers ago, and my mum said, "I'll oh, get them out, like for for Niall." So I uh, got them out. He's gone out into the garden, and they've been lying there that long that the saw had started like cracking and just falling to bits. So he's come in, and like the whole saw's come off it, and it's just like. Uh, just like walking on on his bare foot then. So he ruined them on me. So I absolutely few <laughs> Vol's boots suit your style of play as a hard man midfielder perfectly. I, do you know what? <laughs> I wear all black now again. I went through a little stage of thinking I was half decent where I could put a bit of colour in my boots. And now I've reverted back to the all black. But I've been through them all. Do you remember Roy Keane's Deodoras with the, the green the green saw? Had a pair of them, Umbro Specialis, <laughs> all black, uh, and they. they uh, what's the ones you were, Doily? But like the the original version. Oh, the Copers. Yeah, the black and white ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think boots are sort of like changed. I think they've gone a bit. I think they've gone back to being like a bit more sort of serious. I think in the in the early in the earlier twenty tens. Like there was an era like, you know, you had Drogba in pink boots, you had Suarez, he had like bright orange or yellow boots. So I think players are now wearing like maybe a bit more sensible colours again. I just remember them Puma ones that, um, you know, looked like grass. Do you remember them? No, I don't remember them ones. No, I remember them. They, uh, they resembled grass, so they, they were just like bits of grass all up them. And when you, obviously <laughs> when you put them on and you were running round that they were camouflaged in with the grass. Google them and have a look at them. They were they were they were strange but So we're not gonna see you wearing them next season. No chance. I don't need to draw any more attention to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the first game that you played in as as a kid? Um I was probably just um Sunday League to be honest with you. Um so on the pool you like this league Bell by a league it was called and um yeah, I always remember the first game. I, if I started out as a centre mid, me, I was in goal scoring material. To be honest, if you believe it or not. <laughs> um, so we had our first game. Was it um, Mike Youth? We were called, and I used to play for them on a Saturday, then a Sunday, played for Moss Uh I, I remember like the team I played for. I don't remember like the, the very first game I played for them. Spent a couple of years there, and then I moved to uh, Glentorn. Uh, I was there for a couple of years and then moved on to another like, local team called the Arduous. Um, but growing up, I remember sort of, there's moments that you, you remember, you know, when you've scored a goal, you've won a big game or you've won the league or the cup, then moments sort of, I remember them a lot more than I'd remember like the first game. Have you always been a centre mid? No, I, the team I played, it's like started out for, I played as a sweeper and then that role got made redundant. <laughs> Went to four at the back. <laughs> and, uh, I thought oh, I'll give him a go in the middle of the park. And since then, um, it's uh, to be honest, I've played different roles uh, as a midfielder. I've coming through, sort of as a, as a scholar, I was always a holder midfielder. And then on sort of the last couple of years, I've played a bit more advanced and played different roles. It's good. To, I think it's good to be able to play them all. How old were you when you signed for your first professional team? Obviously for you, Doyle, that would have been Blackburn. Yeah, so I was um, I was 10. So 
So I had like two, two or three years like Sunday league, and then um, yeah, I was ten when I um, end of under ten. It was starting under elevens when I started Blackburn, and I was obviously there for like um, stayed there for twelve years. I was thirteen. Uh, signed for Nottingham Forest. That was quite young because generally you'd only move over when you turn 16 and you finish school. Um, but I did it a little bit differently, whereas I joined the school in England to do my GCSEs, did my education at the club and uh, moved over when I was 14. What was it like for you, that very big move for someone so young? Uh, at the time, because because I probably was so young, it never really didn't really register with me. You know, I knew what I was coming for, and I knew what I wanted to to do. Uh, so I was quite determined in that sense that I wasn't going to get many other opportunities like the one I'd been given. So I tried to grasp it with both hands, give it give it my best shot. Really, do you think that sort of big step and like big responsibility for you that sort of shaped sort of play you are now? Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I always say to myself, if I knew, if I know, if I knew not then what I know now, I'd had a much better chance. But you're only a kid then, aren't you? So it's um, you get you grow, you get better with experience. How about you, Dolly? What was the trips to Blackburn like? Yeah, they were uh, they were long. Like I was there like an hour away from Mars, so we were staying there two to three. So my mum and dad would take me up from school. And, me stayed there, but um, as I got older, I used to have like, um, you probably still have it now, day release it was called, so I could miss a day of school. So, like, I used to go into school, giving it all. See you tomorrow, I'm in mean, Fluffy tomorrow. <laughs> See you on Friday, seven or thirty. So, I used to be buzzing, I used to only have four days of school. And what was it like when you was like coming through those youth academies? Like, did you were they a good like learning curve for you both? Um, yeah, when I. When I come through, it was, uh, you know, I was used to being there, you know, being there so long. So it was like you learn like so much, really. Yeah, you're playing better players to start with. Like that jump from like grassroots to academy level is a big jump, but you know, you can get used to it quickly. Then you obviously, you know, you're playing with um, players your same age and you get like a friendship with the players. And hopefully, even like well, the case with me was, I, we stayed like a group of friends from all the way from like 10 till um, our scholarship and then obviously some left, some stayed. So, no, I enjoyed it. I loved it. I went straight in as like a 14-year-old and trained four, five, six times a week because I was able to train during the day. So sometimes I'd find myself, you know, on the edges of the youth team at like 15. But yeah, it was good. But... I'll be honest, in them first two years that was there, I picked up a lot of injuries. Probably at that stage, I was playing international football as well. I was probably doing too much. I'm playing too much football. Uh, it was causing me a lot of problems because I was struggling to, to stay fit. But yeah, it, it, it was tough, especially the first couple of years. But it was, it was enjoyable at the same time. You've also experienced living a long way from home, Doyle. So what was that like for you? Got some stories there. Um, well, I loved it, mate, to be honest with you. Um, it was mad on. It was like a last minute one, but when I signed their deadline, it was like the next day. So I literally flew over to Derry. Um, and then I come back, and then I got my car. <laughs> I went on the ferry, 12-hour ferry. 
to get my car over there and, and then um yeah that was there till for six months I enjoyed it loved it it's a good standard over there um Morg probably probably knows as well like it's a good it's a good um, it's a good platform to show what you can do and um, yeah loved it and what's it like when like your time comes to an end at a club like especially the first time to make that move on to somewhere else um yeah at the at the time i was suffering i had a, like i had a few injuries and then i made my debut and then uh the you know about about sound injuries and stuff but i knew like i had to kind of get out and you know have a fresh start and get games under my belt so done that um, and then when it come to it um, when I was on when I was in the last year, I was injured for the half of the year, so I left Blackburn when I was half injured. To be honest, so it was tough. It was tough mentally, like, but um, it's because I, I think it's because you've been there since you're ten years old. Like, you, you know, no different. Do you know what I mean? So when I left, it was like, well, what do I do now? Do you know what I mean? I'm used to getting up at six and driving up and having a routine. So when I, you know, take it away from you, yeah, it's, um, it's hard to get your head around, but. And uh, thankfully, I've you know got me around it. I went all the way through, uh, which probably made it more difficult for me. You know, I was there. Uh, I, I spent five years there, so what, like when I first signed it, uh, I knew that the contract was going to be five years long, regardless really of um, how other things panned out. Um, but. The people, the people who went were there when I signed for the club, probably left after three years, and it all changed. And there was different managers and whatever. So I kind of knew with about six months left to go on my contract, you know, that this, this my time probably was coming to an end. So that was easier for me to get my head round, and I knew what to expect. But the first sort of three years that I was there, I really, really enjoyable. And, the people that were there got on really well with, so I kind of sort of no regrets about the club or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? Well, now move on to your current club, Southport. Do you remember the first game you played for them? Yeah, I remember it. my first game was um, Kaysen, Kaysen at home. Um, I think we drew. I think we drew. Um, yeah, I think we deserved to always remember Dion when one on one with the keeper and he missed and I was like, oh. Um, but yeah, they always, which game yeah. was that? <laughs> which game was that? He did that in a few games, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was my first game. Uh, my first one was Nunit in a way. Um, I had previously been there before I went to Fahl, so that one sticks with me. I signed on the Friday, played on the Saturday, and I came in. The, to, I'll be honest, the club was in a bit of difficult position at the time. Uh, came in and we got beat 3-0 and I remember changing them at half time lads were coming in screaming and shouting at each other and I thought to myself what have I got myself into here <laughs> but uh, stuck it out and we are we're a much better place now What was your impressions like of not just Southport as a club and like the stadium but as the league as a whole like going to the, the away grounds and like well obviously you'd have experienced National League North before Morgs but for you, Doyle, what, what was it like? Yeah, it was good. Well, I played in the conference for um, Maidstone for a bit. Then I got cut short due to got injured my ankle. But um, no, I enjoyed me. I enjoyed the, the, the stadiums, you know, going to different grounds and experience. It's just all like, new to me and good experience and learning curve, you know what I mean? Um, and knowing that you can hold your own at this level. So, yeah, I, I love it, me. I enjoy it. 
I obviously, like you say, I've I've played before. I've probably been at every every ground uh, that was in the league when I came to Southport. Um, but when I when I came to Southport, I remember before it's been done up. Uh, I think it was the old boardroom where where I actually sat. I remember walking in and the carpet, you know, it was just like an old ground, um, and the uh, the new works that were done and the upgrades have made it made it a nice place to be. What is your worst and best ground in the league? Ooh, worst and best ground. My worst one, I just don't like Leamington. I just don't like it. I just feel like it's by a, it's by a chicken farm, isn't it, or something? So it just, like, proper stinks. And I'm like, this is mad. This, I couldn't play here every week for these. So um, that's a new two, Leamington, ruled out right now. But yeah, any, that's, any that's, interest in Leamington is rejected. Nah. So. Oh. No, never. And uh, but the other day though, that was bad. Where do you play the other day? Kettering. Um, <laughs> I, I spoke to Morgs last week. Oh he, my god! He said some. I won't repeat what he said about Kettering, but oh my I think god! He's moved to Kettering's gone down the pan as well. If he ever wants that. To be fair, I think I was that bad. Did have no interest in signing me. <laughs> oh, oh dear! I was good at kicking out a play. I will tell you that much. <laughs> That that's got to be up there. Um, but since leaving Nuneaton, going back to it, that was one of the worst places. It was a massive pitch, uh, wide open, and I just didn't didn't like it because any time like the weather was bad, it, it, the wind just affected the game that much that it it made it like a non-contest. But Southport can be like that when the when the weather's bad, it it can ruin games. Um, <clears throat> Judging from the other night, I think Kettering's somewhere that if you said to me now, do you ever want to go back? I'd probably say no. Never. And what are the best ones you've played at? Probably in this league, got to be filed. Uh, the best one I've probably played at is uh, St Mary's, Southampton. Played there in the FA Youth Cup for uh, Nottingham Forest. So it was, it, and had a good result there. So I, I quite enjoyed playing there. Yeah, my best one in. I don't know, I like um, I like Hereford's Grammy. It's a little ground pitch is good as well. Um and the probably best one I've ever played at probably um, the Emirates. Played the Emirates against Arsenal, their twenty threes game. Uh, back then. Yeah, I was uh, just unbelievable. Well you said said Murray's and now Darley's flexing with the Emirates. Yeah. Put on, put I went there. to the Emirates but I didn't get to play. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the stand. <laughs> Got a good look around it though. <laughs> Do you remember your first game as Southport captain? I and mean, what was it like to be given that responsibility? Uh, to be honest, I don't even remember that one. Do you know who it was against? I've not got a clue. That, uh, to be honest, the reason I don't really remember it is because it came around quite quickly. I remember Lynchy left the club uh, and Liam sort of rang me up and said, listen, you're going to be the club captain from here on in and whatever. So... It wasn't something that changed the role that I had within the team, if you know what I mean. You know, I was I was still the same person, so that's probably why that never really registered with me. Obviously, a great privilege to to take that on, but um, not something that I, that vividly sticks in my mind. That one. What's he like as captain, Doyley? Mm, yeah, he's good. He's by example. That's you know, look up to him. Does he put a captain's hat on like when he's on the field? Yeah, he just he um, he's 
gets about his business and if something needs saying he'll say it and you know, you're just talking on the pitch. So my final question for both of you is if you could change any of your firsts in football, which one would it be? As sort of unrealistic as it sounds, my, the, the first club that I signed for, I'd love to sign for Liverpool. Um, that would have been obviously a dream come true. Um, so yeah, I, that's the first one I would change. And that's not taking anything away from any other club that I've played for or the first team that I did sign for. Um, but you know what it's like and sure everyone's got ambitions and dreams or whatever and lads that play for their hometown club are the, the luckiest lads that sort of make it in the game because that's what they've, they've set out to do. Yeah, mine was, um, mine was probably uh, probably just for the South for Everton when I had the opportunity to be honest with you when I was 10 uh, but I chose Blackburn instead just thought I'd have more of a chance so uh, yeah, I'd like that one a bit to be honest with you Was that a hard one for you when you was 10? Like, it's a big decision to make uh, Well, it was, I already signed for Blackburn and the Sunday League manager uh, told me that Everton wanted me, but he wanted to keep me to the end of the season. But Blackburn scouts come straight to me, mum and dad, so just went straight there. So, uh, yeah, that was a tough one. I was gutted. And you sure that I can't tempt you to change your first boots? <laughs> You're saying that because mine were horrific. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd put it out there for you. Hey, I scored loads of goals in them, so I'm just devastated that Niles ruined them on me. Yeah, too f- if you had a better pair of boots, and they got destroyed. Be lot, be even more devastating for you. <laughs> <laughs> they meant a lot to me. Maybe one day they'll get restored and put in the Southport Museum of Morgs memorabilia. That's if we ever get there. <laughs> well, thank you, gents, for joining me. It's been a pleasure. Thanks very much for having me. No worries, thanks for having us all. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Football First Podcast. Please subscribe and leave a comment. Next week, I'll be joined by two Billy players, so keep your eye out on social media to find out who they are. See you soon.